this show is not for the easily offended. So if you are easily offended, go listen to something else. I'm your host, Derek Howard. Comic Book Noise can be found at comicbooknoise.com. And it's part of the Deliberate Noise Network. For more details, please go to deliberatenoise.com. If you'd like to send feedback, you can email me. My email address is Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at comicbooknoise.com. Or you can call the audio comment line at 734-331-0772. If you would like to donate to... The overall fiscal health of the show. Please go to comicbooknoise.com. On the homepage, you'll see a um, couple of uh, different ways that you can donate to the show, including PayPal, Alphonic Minutes, or by becoming a patron. <sighs> so, thank you. And once again, thank you to all the patrons. Uh, I've really been dropping the ball on. Um, extra content for those guys um after that I apologize I will endeavor to do better alright um what do I want to talk about there was something specific I wanted to talk about shit I can't remember what it was so I will talk about something else anyway um Netflix announced that Daredevil has been cancelled after season 3 now, I personally am still in the beginning of um, Iron Fist Season 2, so it'll take me a while before I get to um, to Daredevil, but to tell you the truth, I'm not really surprised. Um, first, I think first Iron Fist was canceled, and then Luke Cage was canceled, or no, 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 it was the other way around. First Luke Cage was I can't remember which one was canceled first now. Huh. But, anyway, the um, reason that they originally gave for Luke Cage being canceled um, was that there wasn't enough, um, you know, because Netflix doesn't release any um, uh, ratings information. So we just have to go by what they say. And they say, although the, uh, the viewership was still strong, um, social media mentions were down, which to me seemed like a, a, a weak ass excuse, you know? So oh, people weren't tweeting about it as much, you know, like, okay, right. Um, and then it came out that the showrunners for uh, Luke Cage had started working on season three. And they had um, all 13 episodes uh, that basically plotted out. They went to Netflix and said, this is what we want to do. And Netflix was like, yeah, we want to cut from 
13 to 10 episodes, um, which to tell you the truth, probably would not have been a bad thing. Um, the one thing that people keep finding fault with on each of the, uh, Marvel Netflix series is, um, with the exception of season one of Daredevil is the fact that, uh, the seasons are so long, you know, that, that there's a lot of stuff that could have been, uh, cut out and maybe by having a shorter season, it would have uh, been able to tighten things up, uh, with the narrative, but <laughs> they made it sound like the, uh, the showrunners for Luke Cage were so dead set against this that, um, that poisoned the whole, uh, relationship between Marvel and Netflix, which just screams to me of just like, okay, really, so it just happened that these particular showrunners for this particular show is going to spoil a multi-million dollar deal between the two companies? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, right? Just, I guess, angry Negroes, just too angry, huh? Uh, Anyway, um, so to me, that just, it just seemed ridiculous, right? Uh, and I forgot the reason why they gave for, um, for Iron Fist, but apparently that was supposed to be like a holdover from, you know, the bad blood. And it's like, okay, you know what, Marvel, if you and Netflix are having such a big problem, then you two can say, hey, you know what, you know, you go to Netflix and say, yeah, we want you to replace this showrunner. And Netflix could either say, yeah, this is going to cost us a lot of money or no, we're going to stand by our person, right? They don't come up with some bullshit social media excuse, right? And I'll tell you what I think the real reason is in a second, right? But then you get to Daredevil and Daredevil season three gets released and it has been universally um, approved of. You know, I haven't heard anybody saying anything bad about this season, you know, but it gets canceled anyway, you know, it's just like, yeah, we're going to go in a different direction or something like that, right, but they didn't say anything about Punisher season two or uh, Jessica Jones season three, right, and people were just like, well, as soon as that happens, those are going to be and I wonder why they haven't been announced yet, right? And the, the fact is, is that uh, I believe that Jessica Jones is in the middle of currently filming and Punisher just wrapped up filming or the other way around. Either way, one of them is in the middle of and the one, other one is just finishing up. But I think we, I think the writing is on the wall as soon as, the, um, as, soon as it's released within a week maybe as many as two, the shows will be canceled. Now, you're probably wondering why. And quite frankly, to me, it's really simple, right? It is a combination of two factors. Number one, uh, Disney is coming out with their own 
streaming service called Disney Plus, right? And they have already said that they don't want R-rated material on their um, site. So you can forget about those uh, new... If they take those characters over to Disney Plus, it will probably not be a continuation of the stories currently being told. Okay? Um, And quite frankly, I don't know if uh, the last two characters in Jessica Jones and the Punisher, if those two will translate over to a more Disney um, approach anyway. Because even in comic books, when you had um, uh, Alias, which was Jessica Jones's uh, first uh, series, it was for adults, you know. And um, when they went, I think they canceled that one and put her in the Pulse, which was like a Daily Bugle type thing. Um, and I think they also have like one called Jessica Jones now, and they're both PG. But I have not heard nearly as much about those two series. Is well, when um when the post first started, you know, I people were you know complaining like, oh wow, how are they gonna you know they're gonna change Jessica Jones that much, you know. Um, but then when the book started coming out, I, I heard nothing about it. And as for this new Jessica Jones book, I think I may have heard like one or two people say it was good, but nothing on the level of um, when Alias was at its peak, you know. So that's um, what's going on there. And the Punisher, let's face it, no matter what they try to do, whenever they bring Punisher into the Marvel universe, the regular Marvel universe, where he's going up against um, Spider-Man and Captain America and all those guys, he just, I don't know, it just, to me, it just doesn't seem to work, right, he's just another guy with a gun, alright, but, um, I thought I'd take that back, when Frank Miller was writing the character, um, in uh, Daredevil, he, he did a, a really good job, you know, but um, the best work for the Punisher has been when they decide to go mature, you know, when it's um, Ennis, Ennis, not Ellis, right, uh, but when they decide to, you know, scuff up, scuff him up and put him out there to kill people in, like, the uh, most brutal ways ever, you know, because let's face it, he's, he's 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 a killer. That's what he, as a Frank Castle is, he is a killer. So you have Disney coming out, and they they're not going to want to um, compete with themselves. You know, uh, that's why only every now and then have you heard them make mention of. You know the the Avengers movies and stuff like that. And, you know when I talked about the incident in New York, which was uh, Avengers one, and I don't think they've talked about anything that's happened in any uh, Marvel movie since then. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Um, but it would be easy to bring 
some of those characters in, especially Luke Cage, because Luke Cage already has superpowers, right? Um, you could bring in Jessica Jones, but she wouldn't be a leading character. She'd have to be a supporting character, like you know, pretty much she has been in the comic books before she got her own book again. You know, um, Punisher. Eh, I don't. I don't know. He, they'd have to neuter him big time. Um, Daredevil. He probably be the easiest uh iron fist i think iron fists unless he's like the silent um <laughs> the silent sidekick to uh luke cage he should just you know I, I think that the the curtain should be uh drawn on that particular character <clears throat> now that's um part one and part two is that Netflix doesn't own the characters, right? What they're doing is they're licensing the characters from Disney, right? And that's probably costing them a lot more money than they want to spend, you know? I mean, they can spend the money on the actual production, but there's, you know, there's there's that, but then you have this really huge licensing fee and who knows they may have to pay licensing for each time an episode is streamed in which it's like after a while it's like oh okay so you guys are bleeding us for more money and i think that is the root cause right there because disney's like um i, I should say marvel the marvel section of disney they um have <laughs> They screwed up in the past with the, with the movie rights. You know, they had to sell their um, the movie rights for a lot of their characters for rock bottom prices. So everybody else was making millions, if not billions, of money off of their movies for their characters, and they had to work with scraps. Right now, it just so happened that you know they took a bunch of scraps and made gumbo you know what I mean uh, probably not but who gives a shit look up a recipe for gumbo you know what I mean um, and so they're just like we're just now starting to get most of our characters back right I think they have pretty much all of them except Man-Thing and Submariner I think the reason that they don't have Submariner is nobody knows exactly who the fuck owns Submariner right um Outside of that, I think the, the Spider-Man and his whole universe is still in that sort of nebulous uh, limbo in between the two companies where, you know, Marvel has some control over the character and Sony is finally just decided, you know what, we're just going to sit back here and collect money, which is what they should have done in the first place, you know, but they did, so you have that, okay, you have these high licensing fees, because from what I have read, um, Disney is really, um, Disney is really charging them a lot, because Disney wants those characters back underneath their roof, right? And they already own the characters 
but they, you know they licensed them so I don't, I don't know just I don't know just in the licensing deal but instead of just announcing hey you know what we're ending our licensing deal um, and that's why we're canceling it they're coming up with a bunch of bullshit right which to me yeah whatever I mean <laughs> everybody knows what's going to happen with the next two series so just announce hey you know what we're ending our licensing agreement um, however the for new shows, for new episodes of the shows, however, the old ones are still going to stay up there because the way I understand it is that while they may not own the characters, they still own um, Netflix. Still owns those characters. I don't know. It's all ridiculous. Who gives a shit? Because if they really, really, really need their own superheroes, I think most people forget. Netflix owns a comic book company. <laughs> they own what? Uh, the Millarverse. Mike Millar and his. Um, shit, is it Mike or Mark? I don't know. The guy who did kick ass, that guy. He has his own universe that he, he sold to Netflix. So if they decided, hey, we're going to. Um, that we're going to start making our own stuff so we don't have to license it from anybody else go for it, you know, I mean, I don't necessarily think that the Millerverse uh, comic books are anywhere near the same level as um, Marvel, of, co- of course not, or DC, or shit, even some of um, some of the other ones, like, uh, I think they might be, no, I don't even think they're as popular as Valiant, you know, I think that if there was like a, a Exo Man of War, I think that that would probably do better than... Oh, shit, I can't even think of a Millerverse. I don't know, but you know, if they did something like with, with the whole that whole Jupiter's thing, um, I think that could work. But, you know, that's sort of like... Um, I don't know, it's... It, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to reread that, that Jupiter stuff before I could talk about it with some sort of intelligence. Because it just seemed to me like... Um, kids of superheroes being dicks you know so you know how you hear about stories of uh of the kids of rich kids excuse me the kids of rich people of obscenely rich people um and the shenanigans they get up to it's sort of like that only these people have superpowers that's what i recall i haven't read in a while um and i only read like part of the first miniseries and other was like, wow, this is pretty good. Um, I don't know if I'll ever read anymore, but I like what I'm reading. Um, and I think Netflix, if they want to go to the costume that superheroes, they did some kind of deal with um, with uh, Rob Liefeld, you know, and his extreme characters. So yeah, he is extreme, isn't he? Almost positive. But anyway, so they have other alternatives. Um, of course, they're not going to have the name recognition of these characters. But I'll tell you right now, for the average person on Netflix when they're turning stuff on, um, a lot of people that I came across had no idea who Luke Cage was ahead of time. You know? They don't know who Jessica Jones is. 
things, you know. They might know who Iron Fist is because of, um, what was it, the, the, the new Spider-Man cartoon with, uh, oh shit, uh, Iron Fist and Nova and Power Man, who's just not the same as Luke Cage. Uh, I can't remember the name of that show. Was. But it has, um, you know, it's the name recognition is there for the comic book people, for the Marvel comic book people, but for people who aren't, who are just flipping around and they say, oh, okay, here's a black, uh, a bulletproof black man. Huh. This is Marvel, huh? Then they'll turn it on that way. But if it's just like Netflix Presents, uh, Bulletproof Black Man, although I think that Marvel probably sued the fuck out of him if they tried that. Um, I don't know. You know, they could always go back to the, the superhero team that I came up with a few years ago. You know, three bad motherfuckers. Right? And just do that. Just three people who just throw people through one time. Ah, that's what I want to talk about. Shit. I knew I eventually I remembered. Um, and I'm almost at work, so I'm going to talk real quick. All right. So I. I I think I've wrapped up uh, the DC thing, um, and, you, <laughs> and I'll let you in on my my thought process in a second. Right? All right, so DC, Netflix, Daredevil, Marvel, not DC. DC has nothing to do with it. So that's why I think it's a combination of Disney becoming a direct competitor for now, and. Um, the fact that uh, Netflix doesn't outright own the characters, so I pay an obscene licensing fee. Okay, so there you go. Wow, I talked all that time, and I just could have said it like that. Huh? Anyway, so I was just talking about uh, <clears throat> three bad motherfuckers, right? And how it could just be them, you know, beating up bad guys and throwing them through buildings, and that made me think immediately of an image I saw of a movie this past week. Now, this is an old movie. It's called Chronicle, um, directed by Josh Trank and written by Max Landis. Now, Josh Trank was the guy who did the last um, Fantastic Four movie, the one that I thought made it was, I thought was a pretty decent science fiction movie. It was not a uh, good Fantastic Four movie, and a lot of other people just thought it was hard, hot garbage. All right? And Max Landis is uh, John Landis' son, and he was writing Superman for a while. And he's, the way I understand, he's just he's a young guy, a young privileged guy with a big mouth. And so he ended up pissing off a lot of comic book fans. So to tell you the truth, I don't remember why. Um, I know that he also wrote uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency that was on... Um, uh, BBC America last year, or the year before, I can't remember now. Um, anyway, so they did this movie uh, with Dane DeHaan from uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I own that movie, <laughs> and I can't remember. Uh, but it's also funny, because before I watched Chronicle, I also saw a little bit of Suicide Squad with his uh, co-star um, Kara something or another um, so yeah anyway so I was watching that and uh, Michael B. Jordan who was of course 
Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four, as well as Killmonger from uh, Black Panther. <laughs> and uh, it was a really good movie, you know? I mean, there were some things you could, you could just see from, like, the very beginning, which of them was going to turn bad and which of them was going to die early. <laughs> and I'm not... And I don't care about... Um, spoiling shit because you should have seen it by now because I should have seen this movie by now but anyway they had some of the best fight scenes uh one on one super powered being versus super powered being slugfest you know it was good and that's what I was thinking that you know by throwing people through buildings is that's what they ended up doing in that movie but um as I'm watching it, I'm watching it with Steven because he walked in on like the last part. Um, and as I'm watching and I'm thinking, wow, this is, you know, really damn good fight scenes. It reminded me of how I pictured the battle between uh, Miracle Man and Kid Miracle Man and um, Miracle Man number 15. You know the, the 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 infamous issue number fifteen, where they were pretty much destroying people. You know that line where <clears throat> Marvel uh, Miracle Man says that he picked up a car and basically hit Johnny with it. Um, Johnny Bates, Kid Miracle Man, and he said that uh, his apologist said that he knew that the. Um, that he made sure that the car was empty before he used it as a weapon. And uh, Miracle Man says, uh, I'm sorry, but that's not true. You know, so I'm, I always thought, wow. So he just like, he hit people with other, he hit a guy with other people, you know. Um, and when I'm watching this big ass superhero versus supervillain fight scene, that's the one thing that kept going through my head is like, there's a lot of damage going through. They went flying through a building, and I and all I kept thinking was somebody had to be in there because the lights were on in that building. So at the very least, there could have been a cleaning crew there, you know. And it's just like, man, oh man! If you ever get a chance to see Chronicle, um, I know you probably have already seen it because uh, a lot of people who listen is uh, who listen to comic book noise are uh, very smart people with very discerning tastes so they've probably already seen this really really good movie that took me forever to see and the reason it took me forever to see is because it was really down on my uh, Netflix DVD queue yes I still have one of those but that's only at uh, 30 discs now and once I get to the end of the 30 discs I'm probably going to get rid of it you know, so after all these years, I'm finally going to get rid of my Netflix DVD queue um, because I've watched pretty much everything else. At one point, I had like almost 300. I think 300 was the limit. I think I hit that limit, or it was the limit at one point, and at that point, I hit the limit. Um, but now it's down to 30, and one of them was uh, Chronicle. I think the last one is a DC animated. Um, a Throne of Atlantis movie. So I'm going to watch that. So anyway, um, Chronicle. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. I also saw a movie called Munich starring uh, Eric Bana, um, who was, uh, I believe, the Incredible Hulk. And uh, the Ang Lee version of the movie. 
But anyway, so there. You know, it used to be difficult <laughs> to tie movies to comic books, you know? But now it's extremely easy. And I like that. So there. I'm going out on a high note. Because right now I'm at work, so I'm done making a lot of noise. A lot of comic book noise. Take it easy.